1: Hey guys, this is Georgia Smith. I am daughter of Davey Boy Smith, the British Bulldog, and you're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. It's time, your host, Stu Palmer. The returning Justin Clapper. And we talk about his episodes that are coming out on Justin Clapper's Pro Wrestling Show. And we cover a whole lot more. So, yes, it is part two of my interview with my good friend and the host of Justin Clapper's Pro Wrestling Show. It is Justin Clapper. Enjoy.
0: And I'm trying to think of how
1: many boxers crossed over, but your, your guy over there, Anthony Gogo. Oh, my God, man. I tell you what, as well, he was really good in the boxing ring, you know. Just obviously the eye injury um, I'm just glad he's found wrestling, but yeah what what from what you've seen? I know we haven't seen a lot of him. what are your thoughts on him you know going back to like stance, footwork does he look like he's a bit more natural I, in a wrestling I haven't sport?
0: watched a whole lot of them, but I was just excited. Um, I want to give a shout out to all the guys over there in progress right now so uh, bringing bringing him in. Um, Lee McIntyre, Martin Best, uh, James, all the guys working there behind the scenes have taken a company that I know had a rabid fan base. Absolutely. Um, but they had no nothing going on in front of fans. But dare I say it, I'm going to push my interview with... The interview with Lee McIntyre on the Pro Wrestling Show that you're going to watch is very different than the interview you and I are doing. It's a very calm, collected there's not a whole lot of animation, but there's a lot of content in there, Absolutely. from a guy reflecting. Now the the announcement was December 31st of last year. We're in March, and look what they have
1: done. Absolutely, yeah. In a
0: short amount of time, they brought fans and, back. And,
1: um, I've got to be fair to Lee. Look, look, he's been all over the UK at promotions as well. You know, they're looking. They want to help the business. They want to help the business just as much. Sorry. I interject.
0: No, 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 you're good. It's just you and I are so passionate about the same things that I wish we could run. It's the fact that when I, when I'm labeling this interview that I did, I want to say that he's one of the most influential people in British professional wrestling. No, no question. Right me. now at this time, no I don't want to take anything away from
1: anybody else, but no, look, no, no, no. Look What he's doing. It's look, not look just, it's not just progress. Do you know what I mean? They're looking at the bigger picture. The bigger picture. And that show, one of their last shows had uh, Karen
0: Noir, the Progress World Champion. All of the Progress, you know, the women's tag champion. Ilya Dragunov, NXT UK Champion, was on the show. Ring of Honor World Champion, Jonathan Gresham. All those guys on that same show. And I messaged Lee and go, man. Um, Lee and I have been good friends for a long time. We've worked together. We do work together. And we will keep working together. Uh, but that's, you know, I want to do so much to help progress, but I understand that I don't know how you guys are. I'm American. I'm trying not to, uh, to ruin it with my American ideas for a British show, but, but look, look at the epic things that are happening. And now you've got the progress world champion versus the ring of honor world champion coming up here. I mean, there's. We can sit here on a podcast and talk about dream matches, Lee MacIntyre and Martin Best and James Amner, and they're putting
1: them on. Mm. So if you're not watching progress, something you got to be watching. I tell you, I'm proud of as well, and he deserves it. Dean Allmark, Dean Allmark, and all the bookings he's getting, man. You know, because he was he was an all star for years, obviously, Um, with Brian Dixon. You know, and it's just great to see Dean all over the UK. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's been been incredible for years. And um, at a show, at the first Superstar Pro show last June in uh, Liverpool, obviously, I was very meek. I was very mild because it was the first show. Angus is doing the rounds. He knows everybody. And I looked up at the stage before they put the curtain up and all the talent were circling around Dean and getting advice off Dean. They were sat with Dean. And it was amazing to see. I said to him in the hallway at the venue after... I didn't want to come over because you had all the younger people asking. Uh, it was lovely to see. I told him this, uh, so I'm, I'm chuffed for him because he, he deserves it. He, he's, you know, he's been doing it for so many years, and uh, it's great seeing him, JC, all over the place. You know, it, it's just fantastic.
0: My suggestion for anybody watching this that's over in your neck of the woods is now that you guys are out of the pandemic and you've got crowds. Um, Get the progress, obviously, NXT UK, all the big shows that you can. But if there's a show happening at the the leisure center, am I saying that right, in your hometown or close, go to it. Mm -hmm. You're going to watch some great talk to the wrestlers there as a fan. They want to talk to you. Find out. You're going to find some guys that were trained by some pretty big guys. Now, I don't know how it is out there. There's also mud shows that I'm saying with guys that are untrained. I don't know how you're going to be able to tell that in the UK, but you don't want to go. uh, But you'll be able to tell who's a professional, who's not. And you're always going to have a a good time at an indie show because um, you're going to interact. I'm going to boo a guy. He's going to hear it. You're, You're part of the show at an independent show. So I always promote any wrestling fans, whether you're in Wisconsin, whether you're in Wales, wherever you are support professional wrestling in any way that you can.
1: Do and know, sometimes, I like, do I I like tell- about it? Uh, the close proximity at these shows, you know, uh, my nephew came to the show in December with my dad and obviously I was on comms and um, you know, you just won't get that. You know, you can go to WWE, you can go and watch the big arena show and it's great. You know, uh, the, the production and all that, but when you're in amongst it like, and you're so close to the ring, I think you get a, a, an even bigger respect for the guys putting the bodies on the line, you know, for our entertainment. Pro
0: wrestling, especially on the indie level, the way I like to describe it is you ever been to a hotel, a, a swanky hotel, that's big, and you go look for the elevators and there's four of them or six of them. Independent professional wrestling is some people going up the elevator, some people are coming down, you're meeting in the middle, uh, one of my first shows that I was on, I was on with the great King Kong Bundy, which is a funny story. I want to get my picture taken because I don't care. And I'm glad a lot of people are like, oh, well, you're you're in the business and why would you be like a Mark taking pictures? You know why? I wish I would have taken a lot more pictures and video because some of these guys are gone. I get my picture taken. Mr. Bundy, can I get a picture with you? And it was a Polaroid. And I think I, have, I had it up as my profile picture. I think it's up on my Twitter.
1: I've seen it. I have seen it, man. He goes, please, call me Chris. And I'm like, what the hell? I can't.
0: (laughs) can't. But anyway, independent as a fan, Bundy may have been coming down the elevator. I started going up. My elevator didn't really go to the top floor. My elevator stalled out above floor two. But the guy coming up from the top floor was down. You're going to find all kinds of people at an indie show. Um, especially when they, they're going to shell out the money to bring in a name, go support that, go, Absolutely. go have fun. go see, go see some of the guys that you watched on TV that these promoters are getting in and go meet them, but also pay attention to the other talent around them because it's uh, not nah, too That's why you don't drink Coke at seven 30 in the morning. Cause you got to start belching, but, uh, <laughs> support, support professional wrestling Absolutely. Absolutely. In all forms. Now there's, there's some, there's some. You'll find out. You'll figure it out on your own. What promotions and what promoters are are straight up. But sometimes, as a fan, you don't want to get into the BS of politics. You just want to go there and watch. Go, go support the boys and girls.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. JC, have you seen much of AEW and WWE time? Recent stuff because I know I know you have got your finger on the pulse with the I, international yeah. wrestling as well. I, I I gotta be honest with you, um,
0: I haven't been able to watch WWE, and AEW is something I've more and more have set the DVR up to, to watch, so I am a little bit familiar. But I gotta tell you what, Stu, the other day I'm going, I, I finished my day of work, and I'm going, I'm gonna watch there's nothing on I'll start watching something stupid on streaming and then I see people going bonkers about MJF's promo and I'm like how could I forget it was Wednesday night and I should have been watching so I'm an idiot but 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 talk to me I want to I'd love to talk about current stuff
1: yeah absolutely with 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 AEW um now I understood one thing that didn't get to keep keep with the current thing we're talking about MJF and Punk right why, why did they lay hands on one another? I know, I know it started at Thanksgiving Dynamite. So you're going back to November. And then I understand they needed a match before Revolution because they went over to TBS. They needed a ratings draw coming off from TNT. Why did they lay hands on one another prior to the it, match? Give me some old school ideals. Don't lay a finger on one another. Lay a finger on Wardlow. Sean Spears, what have yes. you got to do? FTR, Tully Blanchard. Do not, do not lay fingers. Wait till TBS or the pay-per-view. It ruins it. I, I, I stand wonder, by it. I stand by I can't it. De- I can't defend them. You're absolutely right. A lot of things that
0: recently happened with, I watched uh, Adam Page versus Lance
1: Archer. Um, out of nowhere, a Texas death match. Yeah. No No it, rhyme, no reason, no build. No build. It. No. Yeah. I agree. And I love. And you know what? I love the match. Don't get me wrong, but... yeah, yeah. It's You know, I'm storage. not a
0: big fan of death matches, but when it makes sense, we've exhausted everything. And and here's... I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit. That How to squeeze a little bit more money out of the fans buying tickets is the old school thing. Why are we... You know, AEW's given away a lot of matches on, on cable TV that I think could have been pay-per-view matches, but why all of a sudden, and I know why, the thinking is... Why did we have Cody Rhodes has the TNT belt, Sammy Guevara? But the first thing we're going to do is let's have a ladder match. You know what? There was no build, like, quote, unquote, gimmick matches like that. I, I say we have a build. And you're right on, on putting hands on each other, MJF. Yeah,
1: yeah, and yeah. And Punk, hey, I, you, you tease that, ca- you tease that, you sell the pay-per-view. But don't we don't get have pay per don't get me wrong, they, they, they built it brilliantly. It was just that was, uh, in my eyes, they didn't need to lay lay fists or anything until they, they were on CBS on Dynamite or at the pay-per-view, whichever way. they're let, let me
0: ask you this, because you, you've come right out and said, I didn't really watch the territories. Do you understand the significance or was it? do you think it was lost on a lot of people when Punk says they're, they're in, where were they, Portland, and let's have a dog collar match?
1: Because no, that... I, I, know, I know it was Piper and Valentine, but you know, obviously it was years later when I saw the match. I'll hold my hands up, but I know yeah. why. I know why, uh, and I know you're going to um, elaborate and extend off that now with your thoughts. I, I think it was. It, I think it was great. You
0: know that they're going to do it, but you know, Piper's gone. But AEW is big on bringing back, you know, Tully Blanchard, Jake Roberts. Yeah. Why don't you all of a sudden I'm gonna sound like a dick here. No, you're not. You your opinion. Greg ain't doing nothing. Bring Greg back. Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. If you can off doesn't I, even have to, you don't even have to bring him ringside. But yeah. people do so many so much good camera work mm-hmm. and documentary style. AEW does it too. Have a little interview with Greg and have Greg go, Hey. This was uh this match was significant. And historical, and go, maybe go. I don't, guys. You know, I don't advise that you do this, or just just talk about his stuff with Piper, um, and and that match. To because I love the way they're bringing history around, but they're not, they're not helping today's fan out. I want to, if today's today's fan, if you watch AEW, I don't care what you watch, what you love. You are living in the age where you can go back into historical uh, YouTube, anything you can start looking up a long time ago of all the people but this is where my ADHD or ADD and I'm not making fun of it comes in because now I'm going to jump over to the band kiss and Gene Simmons saying, go take your favorite band, your favorite musician, now go back and find out who influenced them. They were influenced by the Beatles, which you wouldn't mm-hmm. think, this and that. So I always, when I do interviews, one of the things I ask a talent was, who's your favorite wrestler growing up? Who trained you? Who broke you in? We've, we're living in, the, you don't have to just watch AEW. You don't have to, just, you know, but when AEW is not on or WWE, find out your favorite. Go to FTR. And tell me. Uh, do you recognize the ring gear that they're wearing and what they're tributing there? uh not you because I know you know Midnight Express and everything, but there's a lot of, a lot of history. Now there's a lot of shit out there too. That they do not
1: swear that they don't that they don't delve into, which they could yeah. be on commentary. And I think I, I do like I do like Excalibur on on play by play. Um. Because he can the moves and all that his his vocabulary is you know brain and he knows the moves I know he wrestled himself uh, that's second to none. I still maintain there's too many at that commentary booth you don't need you don't need Shavoni and Jim Ross uh, it's kind of took away from Jim Ross and, and chavoni they're kind of secondary in in some respects I find, and then you know you go to rampage you've got jericho there taz. Uh, it's it's too clustered. There's too many opinions, uh, you know, within within a storyline. Now, obviously, they're, they, they're yeah. sticking to storylines and stuff. There's too much going on. It could be a two man booth like it used to if be. It's, if
0: it's all written correctly,
1: yeah. And just my point. just my two cents, JC. You know, that's what I feel. Now, I I somewhat storylines and the
0: build and everything. I gotta tell you one one story myself. You'll appreciate this. Baltimore Full Gear. It's Tony Schiavone's birthday party over at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. Uh, the company I'm working for, we brought in, uh, like I said, I consider a really, really good friend, Alicia Toot. And we, we head over and we're hungry. And she knows everybody. Here I am having dinner with, it's myself, Alicia Toot, Jimmy Havoc, um, Excalibur, Stu Grayson and Evil Uno. And we walk past Omega to get to the part of the dining room. MJF comes in. Um, We're getting ready to, uh, you know, we got to go back to the hotel. We got to be up early. The boys are going to be the boys. I'm actually tired because it was a last minute flight for me. So we're getting ready to grab our taxi back to the hotel. And in walks through the door to my right. Tony Khan. And the first thing he does, he doesn't recognize me, so he stops and shakes my hand. And I thought that was one of the coolest moments. No matter if he was the the, the billionaire that he is or if he's a guy, he doesn't recognize me. He shakes his hand. We leave early. um, and I'm having dinner with Jimmy Havoc and Excalibur. All right, we are. And we get back the next morning and we hear that they had, and they were just talking. They were just had got on TNT talking about the ratings. It was, it was just interesting to be a fly in the wall. Uh,
1: and I, I come back not. to
0: the fact that they had a massive freaking, uh, a Donny brook after we left there at Jimmy's famous seafood, they got into it and we were both being at least how the heck those guys were. And, and I know things have gone on and, and but I, say what you want to say about a lot of people, but um at least I'll say this about Jimmy because I know he's no longer um whatever happened let him out mm-hmm. I judge a man and a person and how they treat me and
1: he was the man the man treats fantastic. Absolutely. Well oh, can I just go back to I am not I love aw by the way. It, uh you know me saying what I've been saying. I, I watch it week in, week out. I love a lot of it. I love the way they do it. It was just I, I'm not uh, no sometimes I let it go by and I wouldn't say anything but I just feel uh, going back to that uh, the, the, the feud's been fantastic. They just didn't need to lay hands on one another before getting in that ring man but that's old school ideals that's old school it's ideals. not, and it's so not
0: it's just old, it's old school but here's here's where I take it to. Some fans will hear a little snippet of you saying that and go off on Twitter.
1: Yeah. Blah, blah,
0: blah. Spin but it, they'll spin it. Yeah. Spin it any way they want. They can spin yeah, which, anything I say. They can do
1: but they can it, do what they want. Like I'm the awesome when, when I listen to you, you're not telling
0: me or no, asking no, me. No, you're, you're 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 yeah. somebody who goes, Hey, am I understanding this correct? And I want the product to be better. Anything I rip on in pro wrestling is because I do want it to be better. I do want it to make sense because I do think the listen. How many times this and this isn't news? How many times are we going to watch these high spots? Get my stuff in, do something totally ridiculous, and it, it and for that night the fans are going to go wow. But now somebody else has to come out and wrestle the next day. The next match. What are we doing for that storyline build? Why? Why? And I can't think of an example. I saw but I've seen it the first match out on the card and they're beating the heck out of each other. And this guy takes a, a a DDT on the concrete and then a suplex on the concrete and a pile driver kicks out, kicks out, kicks Mm. out. And now they pin him with a whatever. Now the next guy's got to come up and go, okay, that they just use my finisher or something that's more devastating Mm looking them my finisher and they kicked out of it like that's where people go oh you're out of touch you old timers myself no, and plenty of no because no, no. no, no, i know you like you like modern stuff i know you do but i think so. if, i think if people if if the modern and the old school can kind of
1: you know we can still have these make the moves mean something have a make- storyline. It's simple, uh, simple storyline side, but they just, they they, they don't go for simple, do they? Uh, As you say, and like, you know, if you see someone taking their moves on the concrete in real life, that's someone finished, isn't it? Uh, You know, if you you attribute it to real life, we're getting it, it's under the microscope this now, but uh, it's not believable. That's what you're basically saying, isn't it? How can it be believable when they've (laughs) kicked out (laughs) after sustaining all that damage? especially with what's going on in the world
0: the last couple of years. And currently Mm. uh, what I want to do is I want to turn on the TV. I want to turn on social media. it's never going to happen, but I want to be lost. I want to be entertained. I want to believe I want to, I want to watch everything. And if stuff starts to, uh, and I think that's what everybody, you know, the new guys will say I'm out of touch, but I want, if we start getting the storylines and we start making moves make sense, uh, from the time we leave the curtain to the time you go back, as Triple H has said on that famous "tough enough" clip, we're telling a story, but we're we're telling it with our bodies for the most part. And there's a lot of promos and stuff. If we can get back to that, what we can what we can not only do, and we will never really get back to it, but the realization is, I want these guys to have a career that lasts more than two three years. Mm-hmm. Um, we go back on. Oh, Back to some part of this conversation that we're having, um, and I remember having the thought, but we 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 were talking so much. I've talked to guys who said, "Hey, what do you think um, this company is talking about?" I could have the belt here. Um, I could be rated uh, in Pro Wrestling Illustrated's 500, and they're like, "But I don't really get into all that gimmicky stuff." I'm me, and I go, "Hey, listen, when we'll, this is back when we were talking about." Ronnie Garvin having the belt for four for a month, and Tommy Rich having it for four days. You absolutely the belts are a are something I use to get over. Some people need them, some people don't. But if I can go down and have held, uh, we're talking about progress. If I can have held the Progress Championship, that's something that after I retire, when I do the conventions, I'm a former Progress World Champion. I was in.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't have to. I don't have to go out and go. Hey, I'm the Progress World Champion, or I was number four hundred in the PWI. 500. You
1: leave. You leave an indelible mark, regardless yeah, the of fans, how long you've had it.
0: The fans know that. When the fans know, hey, mm-hmm. Stu Palmer, he's a two time Progress World Champion. I'm going to go talk to him. He was rated number forty seven in the PWI five hundred. Now, a lot of that is, you know there's no real 500, you know, how could you possibly, possibly do it? You know, and, and it's just the same way NFL does rankings. Everybody else does ranking. It's um, in other sports. It's, it's your record, but how many times Um, I'll go to soccer and football. How many times does a team with the best record win the championship? It doesn't always happen.
1: Can I that just, uh, like, can I just Thoughts. say something? Uh, I, I think it's been unjust. Uh, it's been unjust with Cody Rhodes as well. Uh, you know, uh, how, you know, everyone's like he's in it for himself and all. That. He dropped, he dropped that TNT title three times that I can remember off the top of my head. So he was putting people over, and all this about booing him, I didn't understand it at all. It's like, hold on a minute, he might have positioned himself with that belt, but he has lost the belt three times. to so people, obviously Brody Lee, God rest his soul, you know, Luke Harper, right? Uh, Sammy obviously now as well, and it, it's eluding me now. He wells beat him for it. The TNT title, it's gone. There's a third man, and it's gone. But yeah, I did, didn't did understand. Did Miro have it for a while. Miro, there it. you go. There you go. Big, big man. The big man had it. And uh, everyone's like, he's selfish. He he does it. He's he wants to be the draw. Not the case, not the case at all. Um, he, he was putting guys over. And, I've, uh, I've said it before they all, and they all they all congregate the iwc and they all think the same and then and this is why i'm like you i don't go on these message boards or groups and, and start putting my thoughts on things really
0: i would love to have a group that you could have a discussion like you and i yeah had yeah. your point because i think the same thing in the world if you relate with anything else if we're all talking we can be better now A story I've told a lot of times that will relate to to Cody, Um, two things. In the AWA, Vern Gagne would put the belt on himself, and the fans hated it. He's running the promotion. Mm -hmm. Who does he trust more than himself? Absolutely. Probably nobody. Mm -hmm. All right? Um, The other story I tell that goes hand in hand... Um, are you familiar with the uh, late night show with Johnny Carson? Do you know Johnny Carson? Johnny
1: Johnny Carson, obviously from documentaries and stuff like that. We get clips of stuff over in the UK. Yeah, yeah Johnny yeah. Carson. Uh, but yeah, I'm aware of. I'm aware of him. Johnny and I know what Carson. He,
0: like he was a huge fan of a comedian named Jack Benny. Back now, this this so you know, this all predates me. Jack Benny had passed away before and I was going. Born. We're going back I'm a bit. I'm, here. I'm, we're yeah, going back a, a bit here, old man. We are. I'm going to bring it back to pro wrestling. Yeah. Okay. So Johnny Carson was a fan of Jack Benny. Jack Benny discovered during his show called the, the, the Jack Benny show on every week. High ratings. Always had special guest stars back in those days. I'm going to give the, the guest stars the best lines. The, the punch lines. Why? because when they're talking about it around the water cooler they're going to go he was on the Jack Benny show mm-hmm. he was on, Carson talked about doing that with late night my my guests have the best thing because they're going to talk about the Johnny Carson show Cody Rhodes and some of these guys that do things I'm dropping you know he wants what's best for his business um and he's not going to uh, you know, it's it, it's the guys that are working. I'm not an ego maniac. I'm going to drop the title here. I'm going to do this, whatever. If they're talking about what happened on AEW, they're talking about AEW. Okay.
1: Look who he made. Look who he made look better. and know everyone's like, Oh, Wardlow. He's going to break off. Now he's going to break off when they had the cage match. I know he won it. He did the spot off the salt. He did the salt, didn't he, right? But he made Wardlow look... It, it, it enhanced Wardlow in that match. And, I mean, we're talking two years ago now, JC. It doesn't seem that long ago when they had that match. Uh, you know, I understand it's a slow build now that he will break off, um, you know, from MJF and all that. But uh, you knew then that, that that lad's got something. And it's Cody. It's thanks to Cody again, man. It's just like... I know he won the match, but he enhanced Wardlow. It made you... Talk about Wardlow, which we haven't been doing prior. We just knew him as the big man with MJF, didn't we? Yeah. And sometimes it's uh, sometimes you got to get
0: into the ring, in front of a crowd, and really, you know, I imagine they had quite a few talks leading up to that match, and and they critiqued each other after, mm-hmm. going, "Hey kid, you did this good. This is what I would do here," and it's it's all about making people better.
1: Absolutely, JC. Now we're come into time here and I could have had you on for 10 hours and we'd that's still have I to talk like we... about, which, you know, it will happen. You'll be back on, You will be back on this show. No question. You've got to get level with Angus, a two-time, a two-time guest. You got to so, get there. Yeah. Yes. yes, absolutely. But yes, just hey. before we go, before we go, just a, a little plug for stuff that's going on. And then what's happening and where people can find you, please, Mr. Clapper.
0: Absolutely. What I would love is if you can go to, I've shared the links um, yes. to the pro wrestling show. My first show, uh, this is March 2nd. So I, I debuted at midnight. So it's it's been up for a, a good eight hours and I haven't even been able to check on it yet. But um, it's the pro wrestling show on youtube i've got a link i've got a, i told you my technology i got to change the name of that um at jc pro wrestle on twitter um at i need to build my twitter up that's the hardest thing to build up i my, is, my personal twitter I at clapper 77 yeah which is around stuff. 1500 followers um the more we can support and follow um if you like what i'm doing if you like Stu, support Stu. On, on all the Twitters, it's, it's just those follows do help, and the liking and sharing really does help. What I'm really proud of, which is, and I know you just got involved, um, I, I created a TikTok during the pandemic to support uh, wrestling travel when they put TikTok out, and I thought, well, I will i don't know much about it. I don't do Snapchat or any of these things, but I'll, I'll create an account just so they have one more follower. And then I started putting my clips from all the shows that I've been to.
1: They're really good as well. Fair play, man. And, you know, concept. you're setting
0: them to the music. It was mm. like the old rock and wrestling connection. Yeah. And all of a sudden I've got 19,000 followers because mm. um, people do like it. And now there's a lot of wrestling.
1: I was, and, I, and I don't. I was a an naysayer and now like off the back of how well you've done, I set one up for the wrestling podcast and um, for big fight as well. So thank you for that. Cause I know like you've oh, done fantastic. I, think, done I fantastic, think I think yeah. I yeah.
0: appreciate it. And it's, and it's fun. And now that I've become a YouTube creator, um, I don't have the blue tick. Look at it. There's a guy like, I'm going to rag on Lee McIntyre here a little bit. Cause he won't watch this till the end. He's got the blue tick on TikTok with like,
1: 60 followers. <laughs> I got 19,000. I can't he's even the get to, He's there's the big there, boss. No, he's, yeah. he's the boss, man. It he, he, he goes about saying. <laughs> but
0: I would love uh, to... I, I'd love... Now, I don't get on TikTok. It's all wrestling clips. So you don't have to see my ugly mug or hear my voice. But what I've really been into now is uh, I want to take these clips and I'm setting them to some 80s hair metal stuff. That we're like Now you're discovering wrestling clips and you're discovering um, pro wrestling, so that's at JC Pro Wrestle as well. Yep. Uh, Instagram. I need to. I don't do the stories as much. It just comes mm. with social media, Stu, isn't it? Like, there's so much stuff that it's hard. I, it, it 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 sounds stupid, but it's hard to get a post I've, out every I'm day.
1: Getting, I'm getting sick of people adding me to wrestling groups, saying you're allowed to post your lives and your podcast, and then they decline stuff. And I, I'll i admit it, I must post on these things, but it's to get the views up. Do not add me to a wrestling group or an MMA and boxing group. Give us the license. You know, we asked ahead. We're like, can we just post a few bits a week? Yeah, yeah. Then it's getting declined. So that's a separate story for a separate yeah. day, you know?
0: One thing I would be really, really um, bad if I didn't mention, but Justin Clapper's Pro Wrestling Show has since I started since before it even became a thing since before I even, I don't even know. I had a business card here since before I had my logo and everything I have sponsored and supported, um, Pennsylvania premier wrestling, Paul bow, Tony McKeegan out there, um, alpha junior, all those guys, the shows Mm -hmm. out there, I have been a sponsor for them. And then even during the lean times, and I'll make it up to them when I'm going back out to Pennsylvania here, Uh, but a proud sponsor of PPW and what Mm -hmm. they've been doing. So uh, PPW Entertainment on Twitter, Mm -hmm. check them out. They've had some fantastic – they just had Killer Cross. Um, They have all kinds of people out there. And and the guys that are out doing it on the East Coast on that quote-unquote local level, they're putting on great shows. And Warrior Wrestling uh, in Chicago that is now touring – in fact, two fantastic promotions. Obviously, progress I'm associated mm-hmm. with, but a lot of lot of stuff that I'm, if you mm-hmm. can't support me, there's plenty of promotions that that you can support, and um, those are the ones. And Stu's Wrestling Podcast.
1: Thank you very um,
0: much. I, time. you Thank know, you. the thing I, was, I touched on at the beginning, and I'm rambling on and on here. No, no, just so fine. I can just so I can throw your timing off, but. Um, you, myself, WrestleMerch, Central, Powered4TV and some of these guys, we've all stuck in with each other and I hope that we continue um, to, to support one another and be part of that, that group um, that's bringing entertainment and in you as the um, the fan, like I would love if you're, if you're going to support my stuff, comment on it. You don't just have to like it and subscribe it and share it, which I would love. But comment, what do you want to see? I want to get, I want to get Stu and Mad Dog. Like I said, we want to, I want to do some watch alongs. I want to do a lot of fun stuff. I got match clips that Horst Hoffman. I'm going to get everything uh, up and going. I'm going to do little commentaries. I'm going to do a lot of things that I wanted to do before, but now mm-hmm. I, uh, what do I, I feel like that person who just, my contract has expired. Not, and not now I can, not the case though,
1: because you'll be. Uh, mad. Yeah, but now I can do stuff on my own. Yes, they have got added added incentive now. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I own
0: www.prowrestlingshow.com. I've owned it for almost a year now. I lack the expertise to get stuff going on there, and I think I'm going to ask Powered4TV to tag in and help me out. (laughs) I keep paying paying for that uh,
1: domain. They'll do it. They'll do it, man. uh, uh, JC. JC. cut your timing,
0: all
1: right, Stu. Thanks for having me. I've just jumped in. I've just jumped in. (laughs) We're jumping, (laughs) we jump on top. There's another interview. There's another interview that I've got to do. I know, mate, it's my scheduling terrible. Don't do it straight after, but no, thank you for thank you, thank you so, so much. I know it's took me ages to get you on. We've done it, I've enjoyed it. Um, I love, I love your uh. You know where you are in the business. You know you'll know how. You, you know uh, you want to help everyone. Uh, it's it's a rarity. It is a rarity. I'm not just blowing smoke. I'll tell it you uh, all the time. But thank you so much, Mr. Justin Clapper of Justin Clapper's Pro Wrestling Show. And yes, the interview with Lee McAteer is up. The new owner of Progress, joint owner of Progress, and uh, JC. Thank you so much from Wisconsin. Today Thanks,
0: I appreciate it. And I will see you on the Pro Wrestling Show as you will be a guest very soon.
1: Justin truly is one of the nice guys, as you've just heard. The amount of help he gives people in the industry of pro wrestling is amazing. And he doesn't expect anything back. Great qualities, great qualities. In a world where people are in things for themselves, Justin is the epitome of selflessness. Unbelievable. And I hope you've enjoyed the episode. And I'm sure Justin will be back on again maybe next year or the year after sports social podcast
0: network